Hi, my name is Dan Ariely, and welcome to Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast about science. Every week, I will talk to one researcher about one project who have a chat about what they found and what it means for our lives. In this week's program, Dan talks with Sridhari Desai, Assistant Professor of Organizational Behavior at the Keenan Flagler Business School at UNC Chapel Hill. They discuss how childhood memories and associations can make grown-ups behave more honestly. So, I'm sitting here with... Sridhari Desai. Sridhari. And you're a little pregnant. <laughs> yes, I am. And how, is that, uh, how does it feel? It's scary and it's exciting and making me feel more responsible. So I used to drink eight cups of coffee a day and now I'm down to guess. Uh, one. Zero. Zero. Wow. What about alcohol? Oh, God. <laughs> Minus. <laughs> Minus. Okay. No alcohol. Okay. So um, what, what was this idea of uh, childhood and cheating? Um, so I have a niece, uh, four years old, and um, when she was born, I started to notice that I was trying to be um, sort of more soft-spoken in her presence, less given to swearing. And so was my father, who <coughs> curses like a sailor. And this idea stayed with me for a while. Uh, and subsequently, I thought, okay, across so many cultures, uh, Indian, Persian, and uh, American, of course, uh, children are thought of as innocent beings, very, very pure. Um, so the idea was that would the presence of a child lead adults to behave better, be it more pro-socially or less cheating and so forth. Okay, so um, it's kind of interesting that we don't want our kids to grow like us. We want them to be, is it that we don't want them to grow like us or we just think that they are pure and we shouldn't disturb them for as long as possible until they become like us? I'm not a parent yet, so I cannot really answer to whether... We want them to grow up to be like us or not, but uh, we definitely feel that they have a state of purity, uh, of innocence, that we do not want to steal from them or corrupt in any way. So uh, I, I think, yeah, definitely inspire them with good behavior, perhaps. Okay. Do you know until what age do we think of kids as pure and when do we start thinking of them as pure evil? So what we're saying is that at a young age, mm-hmm. there's this idea of innocence. Yes. So what, what do you do with kids and cheating? Ah, so actually, we didn't really use children in our experiments, but we r- used um, items or activities that would remind people of children or childhood in general. And we had them come to the lab. And um, for instance, in one study, we had them evaluate a product. Only in the child-rated Q condition, it was a soft toy. Whereas in the control, it was a stylish paper clip. Okay, so one time they evaluated. Some people evaluated a paper clip. Uh-huh. And sometimes they evaluate a soft toy. toy uh-huh. And then what? And then uh, we have them take part in an economic game where they may uh, lie in order to make more money. Okay. So and the question is, if after thinking a little bit about a childhood toy, they would be less likely to cheat. Actually, in this instance, we gave them real physical toys. And okay. Mazarin Banerjee was kind enough to give us on loan her toys from her developmental <laughs> psychology lab. Um, so they, they, they basically touched it, um, looked at it, sort of even played with it in some instance uh, to be able to evaluate it on dimensions such as uh, texture, color, quality, and so forth. And um, we found that after engaging in this market evaluation study, A, when the people were given word fragment, fragmented word completion tasks, they were more likely to 
uh, come up with moral words for. So these are like mm-hmm. you give people letters and you say, please make some words out of those. Uh, yeah. So so uh, for instance, uh, partic- a participant might say something like P dash R dash, and this could ge- be filled with either P U R E pure or P O R E, and likewise virtue or vortex. Uh-huh moral and so forth. So, so uh-huh. you give people uh, words that could be completed in either a virtuous word or non. Exactly. And you see which one do they tend to and what happens? So they're more likely to go for uh, purity and virtue and moral words in After. the child related Q condition. Wow. The, the toy condition. And do um, they also steal more in the economic game? Uh, no. <laughs> so they do behave better and um, we have real financial incentives here so there, there shouldn't be any reason for them to behave this way. Uh, other than perhaps that uh, they're exposed to these toys. And they and they think more morally and purely. They seem to, But yes. you know, I would say if I had to think about my kids, all of a sudden I need more money. They're expensive. Yes. I, I can get more money out of this. But no, this is not the result. You think about kids uh-huh. and you become better. Right. And so. and actually, these were not even kids in general. Just things that reminded people of Concepts. kids. Concepts, right. Now, does it matter if people see things that are about their own kids or other people's kids or kids in general? So, uh, well, we haven't really done any uh, well-designed studies to check this out, but we did two things. So um, in a second project, Francesca and I asked people to come to the lab and uh, write something related to their own childhood. Okay, And in the control condition, they wrote about their, um, let's say, sophomore year or something like that. And subsequently, we had them play the dictator game, and we found that those were uh, remembering uh, positive as well as negative. This is a surprising aspect. So remembering both positive and negative events about your own childhood makes you subsequently behave more pro-socially. I see. So, so if you remember either good things or bad things about your childhood, uh-huh. no matter what, yeah. now that you have a chance to give other people money in this dictator game, you're more you're likely more to likely. give yeah. other people money. So we, we do. So childhood is somehow good. No matter, no matter if you think about bad aspects of childhood or less, uh-huh. there's something kind of pure about it that gets people to behave nicer. Right, right. So, uh, and are there any... Um, kind of implications of this so you know you say toiled in childhood does it mean for example that we want people's computers to look more like kids toys well uh, uh, perhaps that might be one way to look at it let me give you an example so here in Durham there's a North Carolina Employees Credit Union and when I went there back in um, August to clarify some annoying banking issue uh, well, uh, first of all, the air conditioner wasn't working that well. The queue was interminably long. It was a Friday. Um, and, and people were very well behaved in the queue. There were also some jokes. And I thought, well, what is it? Is it just North Carolina and Southern hospitality or something else? When I moved further along the line, I saw artwork made by local uh, kids here uh, from, from a local school all over the wall um, with titles like Things I Like, People I Love. And I wondered if there was something going on there. And maybe that's what we need, some colorful uh, artwork. Uh, Very good. Just to remind us of color. So, so my office is lots of colors. I love So what do office. you think? <laughs> you think that people here are more uh, honest and uh, happy and uh, pure because we have all these colors around? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so for those of you who haven't been to Dan's lab here, Center for Advanced Hindsight, Hindsight yes. Research, uh, I was shocked at how lovely 
things are that he has oranges blues um, um and, and then there are there's a balancing sort of a yeah. thingy yeah, yeah we have we have toys so you that's have toys. Now, now i have a good reason to do it absolutely very good i feel yes. i feel delighted that now we have an official reason to start having more toys here so thank yes. you very much you're welcome thank you this has been arming the donkeys a weekly podcast with economist and new york times best-selling author dan Ariely of duke university Dan's latest book is The Honest Truth About Dishonesty. You can subscribe to the Arming the Donkeys podcast and learn more about dishonesty, irrationality, and other human quirks at danarielli.com.